Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This week we discuss percentiles, new things you can get for free, kind of. And a When Harry Met Sally situation in the sense of when old meets new. Do I know if that's how Harry and When Harry Met Sally went? No. Did I ever watch the movie? Also, no. These are like some fucking riddles you're doing now. And with that being said, welcome to the Gamers 2 podcast. For October, what day is it? Ninth. Ninth. October 9th. Nueve. Uh, this is your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Less of a riddle from you. Yeah, that's just spitting facts. I throw them for a confusion loop, you bring them back, and then I go back to say that I am the troll underneath the bridge, and you must answer my three riddles. Riddles, not riddles. To pass. Fee fi fo fum. Blah blah blah. <laughs> anyway, what are we? What's this podcast about? Riddles, video games, uh, babies, eating babies. Wrong podcast. <laughs> That's the other <laughs> podcast we do that releases at on, two a.m. on the dark web. Yeah. Okay. That one's called Two Gamers, as in we go too far. (laughs) Oh, man, that'd be a really weird... If we just launched two... If we launched another podcast that was called Two Gamer, and it was just us being the exact stereotype thereof, and to to an nth degree, where we just get into the deep shitholes of Reddit and keep going. That'd be a dark place to go. <laughs> Get it? See anyway, what you did there? I saw. See what you did there? You double darked. But in terms of things that you could play in the light, new releases. I think that's how that segue goes. Sounds good to me. I I was like, was a new Destiny coming out? Yes, Little Light. <laughs> uh, no, isn't it Beyond Light? I don't. I have no idea anymore with Destiny. Yeah, he uh, called the calls ghost little light, or someone called it. Yeah, but they get pissed when they call it little light. I think wasn't that the whole thing was that Dinglebot was really angry when he get called little light. Probably, I don't remember. Anymore. I mean, that was Dinglebot though. So number one, Foregone on the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Number two, Ninth Dawn Three, 
Shadow of Earthel. Earthel? For PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number three is Baldur's Gate 3 for the PC and Stadia. The developer was asking NVIDIA for a graphics card. Interesting. Because uh, the 3080s are so hard to find that they were like, can we? Can you just give us one so that we can test it to make sure it works? Because like, we can't <laughs> find one. Huh. Yeah, Baldur's Gate 3 finally made it or this is its early access launch i believe i believe this is the early access launch i'm not 100 percent positive about that but number four democracy four for your pc what a time to be releasing I was say democracy four we'll get it right one of these times yeah i don't know what happened to the first three democracies but the fourth one's the key i swear number five destiny 2 festival of the lost there is a destiny for the pc playstation xbox Played myself. And Stadia. Number six, Hyperscape Season 2 start. I gotta stop hiccuping. Number seven, Nickelodeon Kart Racers 2 Grand Prix for the PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number eight, Overcrowd, a commute, commute em up for PC. Number nine, Blastin for the PC VR. Number 10, Fall Guys Season 2 has officially started. Go get your crown, steal those tails, and play the other games. Number 11, Game Dev Tycoon goes to Switch, a game that I spent time playing on Steam about seven years ago. Number 12, Eichenfell for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Also available on Game Pass. I noticed it the other day. Number 13, (laughs) Ride 4. For PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number 14, the uncertain light at the or sorry, the uncertain light at the end for the PC. Number 15, Ben 10 Power Trip for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and the Switch. Number 16, FIFA 21 for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. We're just not going to even mention the Switch version. Number 17, The Survivalists for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Is FIFA 21 like just broken on Switch? Or it's it FIFA some... 19. Oh, okay. Some neutered version. No, they've just done the same. Like Since they launched 19 on the Switch. Yeah. And then they didn't do anything and they released 20, which is the same exact thing as 19. They did the same thing again. To IGN UK, IGN UK's credit, they put up their review for FIFA 20 for FIFA 21 with a paragraph in the front of it that said, because EA copy and pasted their game, we're just going to copy and paste our review. I like that. That's good shade. Like, well done. Good shade. Well done. Rather than you copy and paste somebody else's review, copy and paste your own review. It's funny. It is. Definitely is funny. It is funny when you think of the context that has surrounded those things. Um, I will take. He's being strategic this time. Evens. Even Steven today. Even even Stevens. Evens is punishing, but Evens does have one of the things that I specifically wrote in. So that's what I was actually looking for. Because it is long in the tooth. I did. I was planning them out, and then I deleted stuff, so that fucked the whole order up again. 
I could see that you were planning things, and then we started delete like as we're editing yep, on we're top of like, each other. <laughs> I was like, "This isn't gonna work," because <laughs> I was gonna start deleting and retype, like yeah, just cut pasting whole paragraphs, and it was gonna get to be a nightmare. Yeah, fuck it. It was bad enough when I tried, I tried to start just typing in the middle of your typing seat, so and I was like, ah, "I shouldn't do that." Uh, this is a long-winded one. Yeah, uh, I know. I just I gave you a hard one to start with. The antitrust trial opposing Epic Games and Apple is set to begin May third, twenty twenty one. So that's it. Come back for more on that in six months or yep. nine months or. Uh, carry the one eight months we'll be here and then you'll have your appeals yeah so tack on another six months or in about two years yeah and then when we break this up into multiple court cases because one part gets settled and not the other yeah this doesn't include the google one yeah exactly so even though they'll just say well it's precedent because it got settled six days ago Mm -hmm. all right number two A study from market research company VGM indicated that U.S. players who have pre-ordered a next-gen console have predominantly gone for the disc edition of the PlayStation 5. Ooh. Ooh Ooh-hoo. Now for some numbers that Nate doesn't agree with. The study was conducted from September 23rd to the 25th of 2020 using a sample of 511 U.S.-based respondents. Among them, 15% said they managed to successfully pre-order a next-generation console. Within this group, 72% went for the disc edition of the PS5, 30% went for the edition, or sorry, went for the Xbox Series X, 10% went for the PS5 Digital Edition, and 8% for the Xbox Series S. So, in case anybody's curious for the long-winded part of this, 511 people is how they, who they surveyed to then represent 328 some odd million U.S. consumers, not counting global. That's my issue with this. So we're going to... The, there's a word for this and I can't think of what it is. Continue. Electoral college. <laughs> the... <laughs> the representation uh or like percentage based of 511 people choosing for the masses doesn't make sense and just to really narrow this down a little bit more 15 percent of 511 is 77 people so you're telling me that 77 people out of the 511 managed to buy a console and 55 of those 77 bought a disc version of the ps5 which, if we wrap that all back together, 55%, sorry, 55 people out of 511 bought a disc PS5. And also, the part that doesn't make sense to me is it says that 15% of people bought a next generation console and 29% which is the f- percent that failed to get a pre-order. 15 plus 29 leaves you a gap of 66% somewhere that either did they buy both? Did they just don't care and they didn't get either? Like did they did they mark a no interest box? 
I wanted to see the actual graph, and the article we got this from doesn't link to it, which is horseshit. And even then, the actual statistics are based off of 511 people. And in case you're curious how statistics work, if I go try to talk to Matt, Matt is now one person. I ask Matt, Matt, what did you try to pre-order? A PlayStation 5. Which version? Both. 100% (laughs) of people have tried to buy a PlayStation 5. Either version. You're welcome, statistics. And reading through that article does not help either. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't explain the missing 66% to me. I'm assuming it's the people who are interested in pre-ordering. Right? Right, but then how... If that's the case, if that your third option was you weren't interested... How many of them plan on getting a console? Right. How many of them say fuck consoles? Right. Where does that... That 66% needs to then be divided up again into uh, not pre-ordering, not buying at all, blah, blah, blah. And... Like, that's... You, then you can't just claim that 72% of Americans want a, PlayStation, a disc PlayStation 5. Yeah, my issue with this is definitely the size of the um, the, uh, the the size of the study. There, there's a fucking term for it, and it's driving me nuts because I can't think of what it is. Because, like, as you know, if they picked, if they're doing this in like a specific area, entirely different as well. Yeah, like you can get a whole town that skews one way. Like it's case, possible. In case you're curious. The town I happen to live in, if we were going by percentages used like this, 99% of it would buy a play, would buy an Xbox. And 1% of it would probably be looking to buy a PlayStation. Yeah. That's yeah. how divided it is. So who'd you ask? Did you pull? Like, how did you even pull people? Did you just randomly blast email chains? Because you didn't wait outside stores and go, what'd you pre-order? So there's... In 511? 511, which we know roughly... Sample size. Sample size. Yeah, well, I thought I thought that's what... Okay, never mind. <laughs> I thought there was going to be a much higher term for No, that. just... It, it's a simple term, and that's why I was frustrating, because I couldn't oh. fucking... I was going to say that, but I was like, that seems way too simple for what he's trying to think of. Which, if you read through the comments, everything we've just talked about, people are bringing up... Sample size is extremely low for a market of more than more or less 328 million people. Yep. If you add up all the percentages, the math doesn't work out, obviously. And then there's all the comments like, so, you know, yeah, who, no, there's, there's definitely people who pre-ordered both. Yeah. The first one is the one that I think is the good, the really good breakdown. Uh, the first one gives you the 77 that I got uh, for, you know, that's how many people bought a a PlayStation or, you know, that's how many people managed to get a console. And I think they have it at 58, which I don't know how they got to 58, but 58 people buying a PlayStation five. Then what is it? 30 or I don't know. I don't remember what the, I don't remember what the actual human numbers are, but yeah, your, your sample size is so tiny to the point where you told me out of 511 that 50, that 15%. So you have less than one fifth, of the people you interviewed, I just, I don't, 
Or you people you surveyed, I should say. It's too early to tell these things. <clears throat> yeah, it, it's it's a it is a too early to tell. I mean, you could kind of see it a little bit with. Uh, yeah, no, actually, no. You're right, screw it. You can't tell. It's too early to tell. Let's just wait until launch day. Yeah, or or NPD March, something like that. Well, we'll know once. Because one of the companies will say, oh, we sold this many consoles. And the other company will be like, we're selling enough. So, like, you'll know. You'll know that. Sony will tout their number. Yeah. Because they probably... They've had they've had the whole stories around their numbers of production anyway. So, it'll make sense for them to... Speaking of, Sony Interactive Entertainment it's, expects that the PlayStation 5 will sell more than 7 million units by the end of the current fiscal year. In an interview with Korean site Naver... Via Google Translate, President and CEO Jim Ryan predicted the console would, quote, sell more in its first fiscal year than we sold in the first fiscal year at the time of the PS4 launch, end quote. Do we know that number? I can probably find it for you fairly quickly. I feel like it was four and some odd million. Yeah, it was like 4.3 or something like that. Yeah. Which, what's fiscal year for us? March, right? Or March 1st, stuff like that. Yeah. So, seven, seven million? That's number seven. Seven and change or just seven million? So, more. That doesn't seem right, but maybe it could be. So, they're expecting to sell more than seven million units by the end of the current financial year. Yes. And Jim is going to knock that down a peg. So he's still right, potentially, where he says, we're going to sell more than we sold of the PS4. So even if we sell 4.5, we're technically ahead. Although 7 million is a lot. A lot to move by the end of fiscal year. Uh, I mean, according to what I'm seeing, the PS4 did 7 million units. Interesting. In the first fiscal year. Huh. But it's... Maybe I have a different timeline. That seems high to me. Yeah. Either way, it'll be interesting. Interesting to see. So far, my order has not been canceled. So far. It's not going to be canceled. You're good. You got it in the first wave. I think so. Hey. Yeah. Listen. There's always a chance. Until it's at my house, Matt. There is a fucking chance. Now you got first wave. It's and it's not Amazon, so it's well. Yeah, my, my, I think the biggest thing going for me is that it's not Amazon. First wave or not, it's not Amazon. Number four. Microsoft continues to push forward with plans to get Xbox Game Pass onto iPhone and iPad, with a new report suggesting it will use a browser workaround. Business Insider reports head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, told employees earlier this week the company is exploring a, quote, direct browser-based solution, end quote, that would enable the service to stream games to Apple devices. Sources close to the matter told the site Microsoft hoped to find a solution it could launch sometime next year. According to these sources, Spencer told employees, quote, we will absolutely end up on iOS, end quote. And I put the note in of, Matt, did I not joke about this? 
I do remember that conversation where I said their entire way around it is to just make it work inside of Safari, and then they can't. They do. They I would think ignore all of Apple Store restrictions. Yep. Which someone else is doing that or did that? Who was it? What the fuck was it? There was another company that was doing a browser-based thing. I mean, Stadia is Chrome-based. I thought it was a story we did. And it was like, Microsoft's like, I'm going to do that too. I don't remember now, but I, I do think I remember saying like, yeah, just do it that way. Then you're not an actual app and they can't go after you because then if they, now if they went after you this way, now you have a giant dispute that you can actually win. Yeah. I mean, if they can get it to work in a browser, then more power to them. And getting it to work in a browser just works for other people as well. Yeah. For sure. For shizzle. Uh, but either way, the saga's not over. It's not. Apple's got to fight Epic. Apple's got to fight Microsoft. It's They're fighting a war on two fronts, and we know what happens, Matt, when you fight a war on two fronts. I don't think it's in here. Well, there was more Microsoft stuff, but it was so There's like... Microsoft later. There was so much... No, because I think I deleted it. I think I gave it the old kibosh. Well, I mean, you kept the GameStop part in. I don't even know what that is. GameStop's the only time Microsoft gets in. Yeah, so like there was the whole Microsoft updating their App Store principles. Oh, I saw you. Yeah, I saw the headline, but I didn't. I didn't go look for it. Basically, they're taking shots at Apple, and they've updated their App Store principles, and it's like all like openness and like fair fair cuts uh, to you know and blah blah blah, blah. it's like all right I all right guys at what me... point do we get to have the bumper stickers or the window decals of the peeing kid with a yeah. microsoft shirt pissing on an apple logo yeah that's really funny actually we should do that probably make a fucking boatload of money uh, oh we'd 100 percent be sued too but we should do it yeah for sure hey, we'll just like we'll just It'll be a full Apple. It won't have the cutout on it, so we'll be all right. Right, true. It's just them pissing on a random Macintosh. Yeah, exactly. Or a random Apple. Yeah. Don't know. Might be a Granny Smith. You never know. Yeah, could be. Uh, it's black and white. Could be green. You don't know. Graphics team, can you get on that? Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah. Our people get a hold of someone else's people's. Hey, I got a great idea for a shitty bumper sticker. You know the peeing kid? Popular in like 2002? Bringing it back. I still see him. All the time. Well, yeah, because those are the same people that are wearing the short, can I see your manager haircut? Or it's the fucking rusted out It's the rusted trucks. out mini, no, oh, minivan. I was going to say a rusted out minivan. No, the rusted out trucks with the peeing on the Chevy symbol. Oh, that's true. The they, use the, symbol. Yeah, they use the truck ones. I could, I could see like the peeing on a sports team one on like the back of a rusted out soccer mom van. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the days. <laughs> we should, I'm surprised we don't have like peeing on certain oh, political I'm figures. I'm sure we do. <laughs> A remaster of Criterion's Need for Speed Hot Pursuit is on the way and it's coming soon. Uh, you'll be able to play Need for Speed Hot Pursuit remastered on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One on November 6th. And on the Nintendo Switch on November 13th. Uh, some things to mention. The game will support cross-platform multiplayer. 
It comes with all the DLC released for the original game, as well as an updated photo mode and new achievements. On the PlayStation 4, X from 1, blah, 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 it'll run it. <laughs> That's the important part. On the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch, the game runs at 1080p at 30 frames per second. The PlayStation 4 Pro and Xbox One X will get you 1080p at 60 frames per second in performance mode. And there's a 4K 30fps fidelity mode. Ooh, fancy. On PC, you can play in 4K at a maximum of 60 frames per second. Because, you know, we can't have fun on PC. They can't, you know, all that, all that fancy horsepower, you can't use that. The frame rate cap is in place <laughs> to help make for an even playing field in multiplayer. It's like a it's like a, it's like a horsepower joke. Horsepower cars. cars. Uh, yeah, and even playing field in, in multiplayer. So you're telling me you're using the creation engine. <laughs> uh, for the record, we watched the trailer. You don't need to play this game in 4K. No. They did not do that good of a like visual upgrade that 4K is making no. a crazy change. It's it looks it looks arcadey. 1080 at any point makes sense. Yeah, looks arcadey. Yeah, it looks like a modern arcade cabinet. Actually, yeah. no, it looks like a 2011 arcade cabinet. Yeah, modern arcade cabinet would actually look better. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I I was uh, initially 3090 in an arcade cabinet. Sorry. I mean, I don't know. People do crazy shit all the time. I guess that. It's what they install. Someone installed something on a, on a... The fuck game was it? They installed a game on a 3080 or 3090. Oh. My my memory is like just... It's doing great. It's just melt. It's just melted like butter. Like liquid metal? Liquid metal. Foreshadowing. Hey. That'll, um, that'll come up again. What were we talking about? Uh, I interrupted you with the idea of a 3090 in an arcade cabinet, uh, but we were talking about the story in which... <laughs> that I just read. That uh, 1080, I was saying that 1080 is not needed. Or sorry, 1080 is fine, but 4K for that game is not. Yeah, I was I was interested, and then we watched the trailer, and then I was like, man, it has to be I, really cheap. Yeah, well, I, yeah, so I saw I saw the, the like headlines come out about the remaster existing, and I was like, ooh, all right, that'd be kind of cool. Hot Pursuit was a... I, I, like, dabbled in it. I didn't really go too far into it. I just, you know, I wetted my feet. Mm-hmm. I, you know, did the old uh, the old holy water, wash your fingers type thing, dip them in the water, and then just flick them on people. <laughs> Power of Christ compels you. Yeah, and I just burned demons away from people. The part that, when we watched it, I was I was just like, why would I just not go play Need for Speed Heat? Yeah, I was going to play a Need for Speed game. I would just go play a better one. That's kind of the problem with this remaster. Or give me fucking Pro Street on my PC so I can make my Drag Lotus again. I would go for an underground remaster. Not that underground reboot bullshit they did. Oh, here's the thing. I would do the same thing for Most Wanted. Not the Most Wanted reboot bullshit they did, (laughs) but the actual original Most Wanted redone. I would like Underground 2, I think, remastered. I have it out in the GameCube upstairs. Honestly, just this so we is, can play Riders on the Storm. 
We're getting, yeah, riders on the storm. I just have that playing while I'm modifying cars. Um, <laughs> That's a, dude. There was, there was not, there are quite a few games, sports games and racing games where at uh, Tony Hawk, I do it on too, mm-hmm. where I'll be just kind of doing something and I'm just slam at the same time. I'm like, no, and I'm slamming through the ra- like radio stations to get to the track I want. Where I'm like, I'm just going to be sitting here customizing my car for a little bit. Get over to riders on the store. Come on. <laughs> Um, I need a. I actually might bust that GameCube out. That's kind of bringing it back a little bit of tingly, tingly goodness. Imagine nope. that on the TV downstairs. It looked terrible. Oh, the, <laughs> it really would. The the one Need for Speed game. If I could get any Need for Speed game remastered, it'd be Need for Speed Porsche Unleashed. Interesting. Yes. See, my two are Most Wanted, and then Pro Street, the two that I've just mentioned. Yes. Pro Street. Not loved by the Need for Speed community. Do I understand why? Oh, yes. I understand <laughs> why. Because it was the first time they went, no, 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 no. We do everything legal now. No, no, you don't get no, no more open world, no cops. You race on tracks. You do wheelie competitions. You do sprint races. You do drag races. You do your grip races. And I was like, that's all fine. I'm going to dominate in here. And I built that stupid Lotus that never should be able to win a drag race as fast as it was. And I loved every second of it. And now all those kids that were playing those games, they have the money to make real ones and they're doing it. Yeah. You wait till you ever see me pull up in that Lotus. You need to ask me a lot of questions about my sanity level and how much insurance I have on my body (laughs) because that thing will not be okay. We could do it. Or street legal, probably. Yeah, that that might be true. Uh, but yeah, Pro Street was a lot of when I played it was a lot of fun, and the original Most Wanted. The I gave the reboot or whatever you want to call it remake a shot, and just did not like it. It was the first time that they had switched to that what I call the new driving engine. Yeah, where everything's heavier and it just doesn't really move the way you want it to. I mean, honestly, all the Need for Speed games recently have been pretty shit, and you know what it is, Forza. Forza has ruined Need for Speed. Yeah, yeah. So that's playing Horizon, Horizon specifically. Yeah. When we played Horizon two, three, and four, in playing those, that gives me the old Need for Speed feel I love. My most wanted need for speed driving was now in Forza, and I mm-hmm. was all here for it. And then Pro Street was its own thing, but it still had the same the same system, just confined to not streets. But I had, I think I was racing around in a... <laughs> oh, Matt's dying. I think I was racing around in the original most wanted in a custom MX-7. And it was just a blast. Great time. I think I also had a Viper. I definitely had a, a <clears throat> Mustang GT, an 05 Mustang GT, because they were just beefy and stupid looking. Mm. But it was just the only like beefy looking car. And I just bought it to have it, but I never could drive the thing because I could never make it fast enough. So somehow this was started about <clears throat> Hot Pursuit, and we immediately yeah. abandoned the idea. because, As you do with Need for Speed. Abandon it. Move on to something better. <laughs> Literally, Need for Speed. Need for Speed Heat. Hey, how many hours did you get in? Oh, about six. You done? Yeah, I, that's two matches as it was. <laughs> Even now, having EA Play Pro for a little bit longer, I was like, 
Maybe I'll download Need for No. No, because you'll play it. You'll download it. You'll play one race and be like, oh, yeah. Uh, we don't talk about EA again, so I'll bring it up now. Speaking of EA games that I've, t- I've tried, I tried Squadrons. Oh, yeah. Because that? because I have, yeah. like I said, I have the Play Pro, so I gave it a shot. So I was just like, it's not, what does it hurt me to download it? It looks pretty. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, I can't fly. I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't make it through the first mission. I was just like, I can't do this. I am, I am so bad at flying. I can't do this. I know there was like a stability update or something like that. My problem wasn't that I wasn't stable. My problem is once I, it's, you know, you overcorrect in a car and things can go really bad. Overcorrect in a plane or a TIE fighter in the first mission. Overcorrect in one of those that there is no, like, there's no recorrect. You're Mm -hmm. just now all of a sudden looking potentially into this emptiness of space where the entire combat you think might be behind you. It also might be below you. Might be above you. You're not positive because you found the one spot where you can't tell your direction anymore. And I'm just like, I don't know. So then I start trying to go one way and I don't see anything. I'm turning to the right. I don't see anything. So I'm like, oh, that must have been the wrong way. And I start to turn left again to go that way. And now I'm going up at the same time. And it just, yeah. Oh, it was so bad. You think you're looking around, but really you're just going in a circle. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm looking around, but it's the equivalent of if you just stick your arm out in front of you. And do little circle motions in front of you. That's yeah. what my cockpit was doing instead of actually doing yeah. anything. Yeah, you know, it was. Do they make it so like the ties are like really like snappy? Like, are they really sensitive? If you're good, probably. Okay, but it wasn't for me. Oh, well, I was but hoping they bad. wouldn't. They wouldn't fall into that like. Because whenever you play, they like have Tie Fighters flying in video games or whatever. They're always like really like agile, like overly agile. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not that I could notice, but I also could barely fly the thing in a straight line. Take that for what you will. There also, I couldn't, I try, I got, I shot a couple things down. Hmm. Not planes, standard turrets that are standing still that mind you, I stopped my TIE fighter and then slowly positioned to like lock on. I'm getting shot this entire time and I'm like slowly aiming my cannons and then I pull the trigger and I was like, all right, yeah, I killed one. How many more are there? I can't do this. <laughs> I literally backed out of the first mission, quit, and uninstalled it. I was like, oh, yeah. wow. And it's not bad, but it's just because I, I knew going in, I can't fly, and that's what this entire game is. But I I'm, still wanted to give it a shot on the benefit of the doubt that mm-hmm. maybe, you know, everybody's got that one thing. They're like, you know, maybe I'm really good at drums. I was like, maybe I finally learned how to fly. <laughs> nope. I I'll probably download it, install it, and try it in VR because I'm curious if it's better or worse in VR, given the fact that you should be able to look around. I like the idea that if I was playing with a flight stick, I might be better. But playing with a controller, I might as well have had no hands. Mm-hmm. I yeah. might as well have been trying to use the Xbox adaptive controller <coughs> as somebody that's fully capable of using a regular controller. <laughs> Let's move on to a little bit of grim news. We've got some office shutdowns to mention. Activision Blizzard is shutting down its office in Versailles, France, according to a Bloomberg report. Their Versailles office performed a mix of functions, including marketing, customer support, and localization of games. Speaking of Bloomberg, did you see the blowback on the crunch story? 
Uh, I don't know. It depends on what angle, I guess, you're talking about. Yeah, it depends on who you want to read. But <clears> apparently, <throat> it was blown out of proportion. But we'll uh, we'll move on from that. There's there's not. actually even more stuff. That's what I was reading earlier when I was. You probably saw me over here reading my phone. I you read all the time, <clears> so I just don't. Excuse me, sir. Listen, Mister Educated. All right. Yeah, there was more updates on that as well. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, nothing crazy, but crunch. I'm sure, like when I I feel either, like, I feel like the updates are probably just monkeys flinging poo at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems like. I'm sure at some point we'll get a more concise. I doubt you it. Know, it'll flow. be or it'll just get brushed under the rug, or like you know people will forget about it because the game will come out and be like, oh, it's fucking. I amazing. think it'll either, it'll either be brushed under the rug or you will have lines drawn in sand yeah i don't i don't think it'll be a coming together of let's tell the whole story i think certain people will start wholly defending things yeah and it will get really blown out of proportion since we're on the topic we might as well we might as well keep talking about it so my issue with it obviously we've gone over what cd project red has said and Uh, people are, are, you know, talking to Jason Schreier and, and calling bullshit on it and all that. And he's like, you know, continuing with this crunch thing <clears throat> and his Twitter blocking rampage. Yes. And he's, his defense, he's like, I, are you, he's like, you're, you're basically, you're calling me liars about this or whatever. And, but I've interviewed like 10 he said like 10 or 12 or something like that. He might have used dozens. Yeah, positive. maybe dozens of CD Projekt Red uh, employees over this. And it goes back to the sample size thing. Right. CD Projekt Red employs something like 2,000 people now. Yeah. And you, you it's a classic like, you know, you don't re- le- really leave a review unless it's going to, unless you've had a bad experience. So he probably is getting literally all the people who people are that, not okay that, with it. Yeah, that want to speak about it. So there's that there's that potential part of it. And then there was the other part where they said that a majority of people were completely okay with it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, is a majority literally 51%? Because technically, by definition, it is. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's a whole thing to be done about it. I still stand by the part of, you know, we don't want to see companies do crunch, but... You know, if they if the actual employees have agreed to it, that's what they agreed to. Yeah. If you're outvoted, we don't, nine, If you're outvoted ninety nine to one, that's a different discussion. Yeah, it's like it's it's the the or, world is not a black and white place. So like some people think it is. If I like to think it is, I like to want it to be one. But I mean, you know, this is sixty five percent of the company agrees to it, and you're on the minority side. You know, it's not it's not as simple as saying ninety nine percent, obviously. But and if you're unhappy, you can always work somewhere else. I guess. I mean, I mean that's like a broad sweeping statement. I get it, but yeah, there's, there's always the, it's the, it's know, the vote with your wallet leave. notion. Yeah. You know, like, and I can understand you wanted to see the project out because you've been working on it for so mm-hmm. long at this point. But then at the same time, like, okay, you finish the project. Like, if you finish your part of the project and you're like, cool, now they've gone gold. Yeah. Leave. Yeah. You're like, cool. I know what I made. It's there. But I need to seek other things for other reasons. But then you also might be able to do the grass is always greener conversation. Mm-hmm. This is 
this is like my opinion on this situation is, is definitely overblown. Like it's not, it doesn't seem like CD project reds, the to- toxic environment that some other places that do crunch are like Epic and, you know, Rockstar sounds pretty fucking bad. Like they're basically like, we're going to pay you another day, but we want to get it out on time. Please work six extra days. Back to office shutdowns and shoulder cats. He just looked pissed. He's just looking at me like, Ooh, your claws out of there. Chaos. Cat chaos. Here, can I just, can I drop my arm? <laughs> All right, so anyway, I have Max on me now for a little bit longer. Yep. See if you can make it through. Oh, I can definitely make it through. Uh, the other sad news we have is Riot Games has closed its office in Sydney after seven years. The decision comes hand-in-hand hand with the League of Legends scaling down its esports operations in the region, to which the office was primarily dedicated. That one we had a number on. Uh, ten people. Ten people that were in that office? Yeah, that that lost their jobs. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a region that is a tiny region that, for the most part, is very shared with uh, China. Actually, mm-hmm. like there were uh, in the subreddit thread referencing this article, there are a bunch of people from like Australia and stuff. They're like, all my friends, nobody. You either root for NA or people are rooting for China teams. Mm-hmm. Like nobody roots for anybody here. And the other, all right, come on, hold on. I got to He's latched on, folks. We're not getting them back. <laughs> um, other people were saying, you know, there's the only other reason they would be using it is if they needed to use like an English cast for like the Chinese region or anything like that. But they don't use that studio as much for those things. And COVID, you know. So it's not from a financial standpoint, it makes sense for them to close it. Yeah. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, this is a smaller closing. Both of these things really were, but yeah, I'm I'm surprised we haven't seen more due to COVID, but it's, it's kind of weird because the video game industry, if anything has profited more, but at the same time, like it's restructured. Well, we also then get the adventures. So yeah. <laughs> And uh, Halo Infinite delay. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a delay. Avengers came out. <laughs> Avengers exists. Should have been aborted. Less than a thousand In people. The womb. Less than a thousand people on PC. Yeah, that's so bad. You're uh, reaching, reaching lawbreaker territory real quick. I hope so. That's mean. Uh, the medium. Do you want Deus Ex Mankind divided too? Because that's how you get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the medium, the third person psychological horror game developed by Bloober Team, will release December 10th on PC, Series X, and Series S. There's also a new trailer. Spooky. Trailers. Trailer is like a maybe a little bit too generous. Yeah, of a, yeah it's of not a, much of a trailer as much as it is like an environmental show off. 
Yeah. Which seems to be a lot of the trailers. Like, we really only have one good trailer. Yeah. And I get why. And kind of in a game like that, it's I guess it could potentially be a little bit hard to show things without necessarily... Because you... It looks like it's supposed to be a horror game. And so you want people to be scared. So you don't want to show them the jump sc- scares happening. Yeah, the scares. Because then you just are already like... Oh uh, well, we are, you already know that's coming. That's not gonna be as fun. Uh, I think they're missing the mark by releasing in December, only because Halloween, yeah, is not in December. True, true, true. But I understand, you know, releasing then at the same time. I'm realizing your poster here has like this lovely, like kind of like silhouette thing going on, where it's like almost like it's creating the Death Star. In the center there. Oh, yeah. I see what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah. I didn't realize it. Till, yeah. Till just now. You got your lovel- lovely little like Yaven 4 map thing on the corner there. Really like that. Where? Where are you talking? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the shot that you keep seeing of like when it ticks closer and closer to the, being yeah. able to shoot the planet. We're doing a artistic critique what, the... of... Uh, the one Nate's thing got a new new Oh shit. I was gonna say the one thing I'm happy to see is not having two sons, but I think by Luke's left hand there are two sons. Yeah, there's two sons. Is that is that what the orange one is there? Yep. Damn it. You don't like the two sons? I'm just sick of tattooing. That two sons shot from a new hope where he's standing on the on the Right. My favorite Star Wars scene in right. any At, any of the movies. In that context, we're all good. It's the fact that we couldn't leave Tatooine in 7, 8, and 9 that I just lost my shit. Yeah. And Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because, Going back. <laughs> because where else can we go in Star Wars universe? Oh. There's nothing There's nothing worse than sand and Mandalorian armor. Is there, it's coarse and it gets everywhere. I killed them. The women and the children. <laughs> Oh, I can't. Fucking Anakin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's Obi-Wan's line at one point. It's just, I fucking can't. (laughs) Annie, no. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I mean, solid Padme. Number eight. Speaking of sword-wielding things... Ghost of Tsushima's free update will be coming on October 16th. The PlayStation blog outlines some more details about the update that we're going to gloss over. Number, you know, uh, item A. 8A. Exhibit A. Yeah. Uh, Single player updates include New Game Plus, a Ghost Flower Merchant exclusive to New Game Plus, armor loadouts, new charms, and new cosmetics. Yeah. A couple of charms look cool. The two that you, that you see in the trailer. Mm-hmm. The couple of the dyes look dyes cool. pretty sweet. The armor loadout thing is interesting because if it's the what I'm thinking, I could switch to Gosaku's armor, and then it, which already has preloaded my mm-hmm. full stagger build. Yep. That's what they showed in the in the there's a little snippet where they show you like 
swapping armor right before an attack, uh, which is what I did a lot. Just get into the middle of a fight, and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm what taking too much I'm damage. Gonna, yeah. Let me switch real quick, and I can only picture Jin just being like, wait, wait, <laughs> I need to put on my father's armor because it makes you hurt less. <laughs> hey, All right. can you tie this for me right here? Yeah, just hold that one. Yeah, I'll yep. tighten that in. Yeah. All right. Are you guys good? All right, I'm good. Let's go. And then it goes back to looking like the the throne room scene from episode eight. <laughs> Tying it back in. When they're all just doing the weird choreography where people are just running away. <laughs> oh, oh. I said I hated that shot when it happened. And now everybody watches it back. I'm like, I hate that shot. I'm like, yes. Anyway. All least I'm we should do. What's our? Is that I, your least can, favorite Star Wars? Can scene? I die on a hill where I was right? Because I would love to. Uh, also, least favorite. It's up there, but there are some other ones in seven, eight, and nine. Specifically, eight and nine. Specifically, eight <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that might might run with it. Kid, kid wielding broom, definitely up there. It would have to be for me either uh, Luke drinking the, the milk the blue milk or whatever it was or shirtless kyla mm. which which time there's that really awkward one the where, one where they're reaching out when they're force touching yeah maybe i don't know there was the really i see i've only watched the movies one time yeah so there's the, it's the one where they're force touching when she's in the hut yeah and he's like awkwardly and, shirtless and yeah he like, got like done, a, he got done working out yeah so weird. Yeah. Uh, sure. I mean, that one's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. So we can just go right back to Star Wars. We've been <laughs> whole, the whole podcast about hating things. Uh, all right. Go. I mean, there's stuff in one, two, and three that I hate as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, not, nothing's perfect. Nothing's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I really hate that two sun scene in A New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on to more Ghost of Tsushima news. Legends is the multiplayer component that includes a few different modes. Two-player story missions and four-player survival missions will be available immediately with a raid following in a couple weeks. We got class outlines with this blog post, so here we go, buckle up. Samurai players can run straight toward combat and stay there. As a hunter. (laughs) (laughs) The idea that samurai is just, you run there, and then you're there. You're like, cool, now what do I do? Uh, and, and so they run straight toward combat and stay there, sustaining their health while chopping enemies down left and right. When you're overwhelmed, use the Hachiman's Fury ultimate attack to slash through enemies in a flurry of strikes. So I assume that is your tank class. Sounds like it. As a hunter, you can stand on the edge of combat and snipe enemies. You can also use explosive arrows to slow down groups. The Eye of Ichunis, uh, something Uchisune, the Eye of Uchisune, yeah. ultimate attack will unleash multiple arrows straight at your enemy's heads. So you can be your own Sensei Ishikawa or Tomoe. Tomoe. She, she's a bad bitch. True, but she's not on the island, I guess, anymore. So Ishikawa. Okay. Uh, spoiler alerts, by the way. Ronin players can revive their entire team with the Breath of Izanami ultimate ability. The Ronin class is also able to summon a spirit dog. 
So you are melee DPS slash healers, apparently, with a ranged DPS. And then the assassin class does massive damage with a single attack. The shadow strike ultimate attack will allow you to teleport across the battlefield and directly strike your enemies. So you're true melee <clears throat> DPS. Nice. You Cool, cool. I like the idea of just teleporting in the middle of battle. It's already crazy enough if you think about the Mongols fighting Jin towards at late game. Mm-hmm. Where he's just like, I don't care anymore. Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> But now they're like, cool, we'll fight him, and he just fucking teleports now. And he disappeared. Anybody seen him? No, no, Frank got stabbed in the back of the head. I just want to see... Anybody saw who did that? (laughs) I want to see, like, cosmetics and playstyles that reflect a group if we were to try to mimic... Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> <laughs> like all those. Because we got the hat already. We got the dude with the hat. That's true. The, the Ronin style. Um, I would I would take seeing... Because uh, we have the tribute to Sly Cooper. Yes. And I know they're not related at all. But I would take a an assassin that has three dots on a headband. To represent that of Sam Fisher. Okay. All and right. when he blinks, you just hear the pring, the, like the the night vision turn on, just the pring. Mm-hmm. I take a a samurai Jack reference would be pretty ooh, cool. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Samurai Jack. So he's the tank because it's you know yeah, samurai, samurai Jack. Jack. Yeah. Impossible to beat him. <clears throat> it would be be interesting. Uh, I don't plan on play getting PlayStation Plus just to. I might to, to do that, but. I really like the game, so I might. I don't know. I like Depends. the game, but I I just don't have a reason for PlayStation Plus. I don't have a reason for a lot of things in my life. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah, come back from that one. No. <laughs> I, I was just gonna be like, yeah, and like I, I <laughs> normally yes, you do yes and, but it's more of a question at that point because I don't know where to go. Except to the next story, Nintendo held a treehouse for October. They held. Up What's a the whole... difference between a direct and a treehouse? Is it the length? I think it's it's a mix of either the <clears throat> yeah. The only difference the... I could really tell is like treehouses tend to be gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. And directs are just like, usually like, hey, look at this thing we're doing. I think directs are usually more direct. And more direct. Yeah. Oh, you got me. <laughs> more official. More produced. But like more professional, I mean. Like they're more, you know, you're more likely to see suits and people all being upright in a direct. Where treehouse is almost let's like, go hang out in the treehouse. Yeah, you're gonna see keyboard elves just hanging around having weird things. And they're like, "Bro, you know Kirby sucks apples? Fucking weird, dude." All right, there it is. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Kirby's <laughs> weird, man. It's a whole weird. I, I if I we would, really started dissect some Nintendo things, I would love to have been a fly on the wall when they're creating Kirby. All right, so what does he do? He's a vacuum. What does that mean? He sucks up anything. What? Yeah, that's his power. Sucks it all up. Just gone. Whole thing. That sandwich you're eating, gone. Kirby's in his mouth. And then guess what? He gets to be the power of the sandwich. So (laughs) the next thing we're going to do is he eats the sandwich, gains the power, lettuce, tomato, piece of bread. That's the hat. What is wrong with you? I'm just really hungry. (laughs) <clears throat> and Kirby's looking like a snack. Jesus. <laughs> Listen, I wasn't developing Kirby in the 80s. Maybe that's how it went. Maybe. I'm just here to retell a story that was never existent. Uh, I don't know how to recover from this. So There um... is no way to recover from me, Matt. I am inevitable. Pikmin 3 Deluxe had some of the story missions played through and some of the additional side story missions starring Alomar and Louie. I don't know if those are the names. I can't believe Pikmin 3 is not out yet. From the earlier Pikmin games, uh, there's also the announcement of a demo, which should now be live on the Nintendo Switch eShop. Uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity was also shown off, but none of it makes any sense to me, so we're not going to talk about it. You seen Dynasty Warriors? Yeah. You seen Zelda? Yeah. Now have a baby. Don't know why you'd want to do that, but... And then this is the second baby, because you already had the first one. So this is the number two child. I mean, I get it. But when they're they're spitting characters and it's supposed to sound exciting and I'm like, I don't know what any of this means. Yeah. We're doing crazy shit. It's insane. In the membrane. I'm too old for this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like just, just at some point. Oh, I imagine us being in like an E three conference. Like not that they're ever gonna happen again. And Nintendo doesn't do them anyway. But you're just in like the like two rows back, in the middle of the row. 
in the middle of it, just, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> you just get up and, like, try to walk out, but you have to, like, go past everybody after making a loud statement like that. I'm like, uh, that is, like, totally something I would do. <laughs> uh, number 10. In a weird move, and... In a joint announcement, GameStop and Microsoft announced a new multi-year partnership that will mostly see GameStop's back-end solutions move over to Microsoft's programs like Microsoft 365. This basically means GameStop stores will adapt Microsoft programs to help run business operations like sales and inventory, and store employees will use Microsoft 365 and Teams to communicate. GameStop also confirmed that it will carry the Xbox All Access payment plan that lets customers purchase an Xbox Series X for $34.99 a month for 24 months. This isn't particularly news, as Microsoft announced GameStop would be an All Access retail partner back in September, along with Best Buy, Target, and Walmart. Did you see how much GameStop's stock went up after they made this announcement? Did you see how low it was before it? (laughs) Should have bought it. We well, talked to Dewey. I know he did. Of course he did. Remember, that was movie. the whole joke back when this whole oh yeah when Reggie, Reggie was yeah. taking over and it was plummeting as he was taking over and Dewey's like I'm buying all the stock, man. <laughs> Just like okay, <laughs> Dewey, psychopath. Well, who's laughing now? Dewey is laughing his way to the bank if he didn't already sell. Probably didn't. Uh, Should probably remind him, but the. Uh, when they say they're doing their back end stuff, I'm really intrigued what they were doing before. Were they using like Open Office or something? Office Libre? Like they're probably just using some fucking broken ass it's proprietary. Their, it's their version of the creation engine. They have, yeah. they have one like terminal window that somebody's kept alive for the entire time. Mm-hmm. No employees know how to talk to each other. Uh, like that aren't at the other store without calling them and making a whole hassle of things. Their inventory is shot complete to shit because they have no idea what another store might actually have. I wonder if they're going to start carrying uh, like all like what you would find at a Microsoft store if they're going to start so carrying that stuff. That's the other interesting angle because we do remember that Microsoft was shutting down some Microsoft stores. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'll see them carrying Microsoft hardware. I think you'll see them carry Microsoft, like the just the 365 and like Office plan cards that they might already carry. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that they'll start carrying surfaces randomly. That doesn't seem to mesh. It's where, kind of where like those belong in a Best Buy, yeah, not at a GameStop, yeah. But I mean, it's a good. It, I could see a, him doing that just because, like. I could see him doing it, but it would be, I think it would be be, weird. It'd be weird because you still have all the, a lot of the GameStop stores were like half rebranded with the whole ThinkGeek thing to be half merchandise, half games. Yeah. So now do you go third merchandise, third Microsoft, third games? That just seems really weird at that point. (laughs) We're like slowly turning, they're slowly turning the Radio Shack. They're, (laughs) yeah, they're like... They are, ah, that Circuit City, like, they're they're all having, they're having their moment of, just put it all in one place, and it's like, what? So weird. I saw Radio Shack the other day. Not open, but I saw the Radio Shack sign still intact, and I was like, what the fuck? Where were you? 
Herkimer? Yeah, so I was gonna, that's my guess. My guess is going to be Her- Herkimer. Her- yeah, because I know exactly where the one is you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't go to Herkimer very often. I never go to Herkimer. It's kind of shady. It's very sketch. You know, I give a lot of shit to the other place. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't hold a candle to it. Yeah. You want to walk around at Walmart? Let me tell you. Uh, fact, the price chopper near you is getting a remodel, in case you're curious. I, I noticed. I was in there the other day. The containers sitting out in the parking lot were a big giveaway. They ripped up and redid their entire produce section, and they were redoing aisles when I was in there, including full cooler walls and everything. Was it cool? Yeah. Oh. Like a Wegmans. Ooh. Or like I'd a, go for I guess a Wegmans. A, you know, a Hannaford-esque. Yeah. Where the, like an actual more eat-in area. Mmm. That's fancy. They actually had uh, they had a pretty sizable like bakery slash deli yeah, so thing going on. They had... This is we're totally off topic right now. Yeah, but. and this only applies if you're near us. Yeah, the, I mean, you know, some people might find it interesting. Yeah, so we remember how you kind of walked in the right side doors there, mm-hmm. and you kind of had to go to the right. Yeah, you kind of had to like. Skew. Yeah, you had like a little angle to then go into the produce and everything. Yeah, from when you walk straight in, you are directly. If you just kept walking straight, you'd walk right past all the produce now, like the. Or not, yeah, like the pre-made farm fresh like salad bags and everything. Okay. They, so it is kind of like Hannaford. That, that is now a flat wall that is now shoved over here. Mm-hmm. And then they've spaced things out a little bit further, added some more things in. Some more bunkers, I think, are in there. They put uh, like lunch meat and everything. How that used to be on the end, other end of the store from that section. All over there now. That makes sense. Against the back wall. So it's actually next to the deli. Yeah, yeah. Because that you know you mentioned it's kind of weird because it'd be like produce, and then you had to go through all the fucking dry goods to get to like all the other cooler stuff. Yeah. So there's still frozen and dairy on that far side, mm-hmm. and like the cheeses and like that you know the dairy stuff, cheeses and milk and whatever is on that backside, but they had. That one also has the weird freezer section where there's the L of freezers. Yeah. So you come out of the cooler and then there's that front corner of freezers. And I don't know mm-hmm. if they were doing stuff up there yet, but they had so a step over from where they had all those lunch meat sandwiches were all doors. Hmm. And I don't know if they were putting freezers all through there or if they're putting refrigeration doors all through there, but it was all cooler doors on that. So you're outside wall, dairy. Cooler doors, the entire other side of the aisle. Hmm. And I think they were going to put more, I assume, on the back side of that. And then they had more, so where the milk was in that, kind of in that L corner. From that, more dairy doors all the way down. Fascinating. Or more cooler doors all the way down to, like, where their uh, swing doors are for the back room. Which then opens up into the meat cooler right after that. Gotta have to check it out. It's exciting. Yeah. It's worth a walkthrough just to take a gander. I usually don't like going to Price Shopper because there's always a ton of old people there and they're slow as fuck. Every time I go there, walking across the, the walkways, they're just slow and they Depen- impede your progress. It's, it's a it's a time-based maneuver yeah. for mm-hmm. sure. Depending on when you go, 
old people love to shop at certain times. So you got to avoid so the old people times. You just, ugh. Ugh. Sony. So, I mean, if we're, if we're speaking about old people, I stopped at a Walgreens on the way home. Oh. You want to talk about old people being slow? I got two old women in front of me. Cartfuls. Carts at a Walgreens. I don't even know how you do that. So, if you're curious, price chopper. (laughs) (laughs) What were we talking about? (laughs) Uh, I think we're moving on. Yeah, because it was GameStop. We're done with that shit. Yeah, so when you walk into a new GameStop, maybe that's going to remodel the produce section on the left. PlayStation's on the right. Surface Here I tablets. Am stuck in the middle with you. Oh, sorry. We're Hanging from the song? ceiling. Oh. Uh, Tell me you know the song I went for, at least. No. Joker's to the left. Oh, okay. Uh, Sony has informed developers that it plans to revamp its digital storefront later this month, removing users' options to purchase games and DLC released initially on the PS3, PSP, and Vita from a mobile device or PC. This is a really confusing story. Uh, users, yeah, I'm so happy you wrote about it too because uh, I went to read through it and went, no fucking idea what he's talking about. Yep, uh, users will still be allowed to make new purchases for PlayStation Legacy title titles, but they will have to purchase them directly from PS3, PSP, Vita, or PS4 gaming consoles. Uh, let me peruse this real quick. Don't look how accessible. All right, the moral of the story is that live editing. Here we go. For whatever reason. You will not be able to say I'm on a PS4 console. I will not be able to buy PS3 stuff or PSP stuff or Vita stuff from that console. I will only have access to PS4 stuff. Okay. Yeah. And that goes for all of that stuff. Um, probably unless you're on a computer. Yeah, maybe. That's probably the only way to get around it because you can buy stuff and, and preload it onto your console. So. Uh, I don't know if that's true because there is some other weird stuff. Sony reportedly will also remove the ability to download apps, themes, and avatars for PS4 on both web and mobile. Hmm. Um, interesting move. The PlayStation Store's wish list feature is also being discontinued. Who needs those? You don't need a wish list, children. And from the blog post we're about to discuss, games that are playable on PS4 will be noted on the PlayStation Store as playable on, quote, PS4 only, end quote. Yep. I put that up there just because it was store relevant, but yeah. now if a game is only compatible with the PS4, it will be noted as such in the store. Nice. I'm assuming these are just like... This is kind of Sony's MO. like they like Whereas Xbox... Microsoft tends to support their consoles longer. Sony does not. So they're kind of just like making the PS5 the focus and like cutting out features on the other consoles. I think it's that mixed with them trying to compartmentalize and like almost containerize their stores. So no longer do they have this one conglomerate that they have to try to manage and figure out how it all works. No. You just have the Vita store. You just have PS3 store. You just have... PS4. It, it plays into their services too because like PS Now and, and and whatnot, like you know, oh you want old stuff, just get PS Now. Yeah. Or whatever the yeah. fuck. Is that the, the yeah, one? PS yeah. Now is, yeah. Yep. Alright, so here we go. Number twelve. Sony 
also posted answers to users' burning questions in regards to PS4 games on the PS5, also known as your Harry Met Sally story. Here is a quick summary from the PlayStation blog post. We begin. In regards to what PS4 games will be supported with the PS5's backwards compatibility, Sony has said that, quote, more than 99% of PS4 games will be playable on PS5 on day one, end quote. To which I ask of you, isn't more than 99% usually 100? Unless you're talking about hand sanitizer. And unless you talk about the idea that Sony is now going to say it is actually 99.167% of our games. It can kill 99.9% of germs. Well, yeah, because it legally can't say 100%. (laughs) So we're probably in the same thing here. But yeah, so that's pretty good. Finally, we get the answer. 99% something. Yeah, 99 and some odd percentage of games of ps4 games are going to be available on ps5 on day one good now let's make it a little bit more confusing hell yeah though there's really no other way to do this in regards to the digital edition ps5 you will be able to play digital versions of your compatible ps4 games on the ps5 digital edition console These will be compatible PS4 digital games you have already purchased or plan to purchase via the PlayStation Store on PS4, PS5, web, or the PlayStation Mobile app. Since there is no disk drive, you will not be able to play your PS4 disk-based games on the PS5 digital edition. That makes sense. Seems all pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's a little confusing just because there's so many PSs getting thrown around here. Yep, classic. But... Not quite as bad if you as got the digital, Xbox. If you but... got the digital games, you get the digital games. If you have a disc and you bought the non-disc one, well, guess what? You Why'd you fuck yourself? <laughs> you played yourself. In regards to the disc drive PS5, you can play digital versions of your compatible... I gotta stop playing with it. I'm not... That click might be coming through. And I've just been sitting here playing with it, so that might be annoying. In regards to the disk drive PS5, you can play digital versions of your compatible PS4 games you downloaded from PlayStation Store on PS4, PS5 web, or the PlayStation mobile app. You can also use physical PS4 game discs. Makes sense. So you get the digital benefit we just talked about, and because you have a disk drive, you can use discs. When you sign in to a PS5, or I guess to your PS5, with your account for PlayStation Network, you will automatically see your library of played PS4 content through the menu. Alright, pretty straightforward. I like it. So, there's that. Here's some more. Select PS4 titles will see increased loading speeds on the PS5 console, and will also leverage Game Boost offering improved or more stable frame rates. Some titles with unlocked frame rates or dynamic resolution up to 4K may see higher fidelity. Additionally, PS4 games will also take advantage of some of PS5's new UX features, but more to come on that later. So some games might be enhanced for PS5. Now, if we haven't completely confused you, 
Here's the part for Matt. PSVR is compatible with PS5, but here is what you need to do to do it. Here's what, sorry, here's what you need in order to do it. From the blog, quote, Please note that uh, that playing PSVR games on a PS5 console requires a PSVR headset, DualShock 4 wireless controller, or PlayStation Move controllers, and a PS camera for PS4, which are sold separately from the PS5 console. Also, the PS5 HD camera is not compatible with PSVR on PS5. You'll need to use the PS camera for PS4, and the PS camera adapter, which is no purchase required, to use the PSVR on PS5, end quote. Why wouldn't they make the PS... There's so, some tomfoolery going on So here. you need... So, so here's... You need everything you but need, the, the PlayStation You need 4. everything, including a DualShock 4. This is like... But the DualShock 4 doesn't work... On the five, except for VR, VR, so it clearly can, and they just went, Ha-ha. "Fuck you." Also, why would the PlayStation Four camera work with the PSVR, but not the PlayStation Five camera via an adapter? I assume it's like a firmware thing that they baked in somewhere, and they didn't bake that into five. Why they didn't bake it into five, I think, is the bigger question. I don't know. I don't know either. And this is, it confuses me even more because I've hooked my PlayStation VR headset up to my PC and it has the sensors in it because it works without any camera. Yeah. So you know how they're always like, oh, you need the lights. Yeah. yeah. The lights is how it fucking yeah, you need works. The camera. You lie in sacks of shit. All right. <laughs> it knows what's going on without the fucking lights. It might not be like mega accurate, but it seemed to be working pretty goddamn good. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, it fucking worked, man. Also, more from this post. You can transfer digital games, game data, and game saves from a PS4 console to a PS5 console using LAN cables or by connecting wirelessly. Also known as Wi-Fi in case, you know, you uh, kids weren't worthy. (laughs) If you've already stored... PS4 games and game data in the external USB storage device connected to your PS4, you can bring them over to PS5 with that external USB storage device. And if you are a PS Plus member, you can also sync PS4 game saves on PS5 through cloud storage. A note from Sony. Quote, Please note, that the ability to transfer game saves between a PS4 version and a PS5 version of the same game is a developer decision and it will vary title by title for cross-generational games, end quote. Jesus. A lot to be said, but a lot that needed to be said. Because prior to this post was nothing but a speculation and questions. And what will I do when I get my PS5 but download MLB The Show first? (laughs) (sighs) Watch it be one of the 99% that isn't. Yeah, I'm wondering if they say that because they, they are just covering their asses if there's a bug and then they can't figure out how to fix the bug. Yeah. 
or like early PS4 titles. Yeah. Like infamous Second Son somehow isn't <laughs> isn't allowed. We couldn't figure out how to get the spray can mechanic working on a dual shot, <laughs> not on a dual sense. Uh, where are it we? sounds like I have three ice cubes in my dual sense. I'm still curious about this whole like noise engineering, sound engineering thing. Mm, yes, because you know they seem to make a big deal out of it. We haven't really like. Well, they they made a big deal out of it. Yes, and then they shut up. Yes, they're like, I'm here with Mark Cerny, and I would love to tell you about this high quality audio that we have. And then no one heard from him ever again. And we're like, but you can move your PlayStation games. And that's where we are. Yeah. So we get Mark Cerny. And then they put him back in the closet to start working on the PS6. Or PS5 Pro. That uh, those 77 people or whatever. I tell you what, though. They are. They picked the PS5. No. That 77 people pre-ordered a console. 55 picked the PS5. Picked a disc PS5. There it is. PS PS5 won the console war. You heard confirmed. It here. 55 <laughs> confirmed. 55. Uh, In case you want to apply that to a real life situation. Speaking of... <laughs> speaking of fanboys... <laughs> Wait, what? At Microsoft Game Pass. AMD C... Oh, yeah, right. that's true. Game Pass. Got those Game Pass fanboys. Over here. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm not wearing a Microsoft shirt right now that says I love Game Pass. Stop reading my shirt to find out if I am. <laughs> Read my shirt for more info. Uh, On the back, you'll see the terms and conditions may apply. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the entire U- EULA, just the entire end user license agreement on my back for Game Pass. You know what be funny? You know how like uh, the white panels on the PS5 are like if you... they're they're textured yeah textured it'd be funny if they were textured and it was really just the fucking end user agreement Agreement. yeah (laughs) so they just didn't have to they're like we're not gonna print the booklet it's literally just on your console on the console get your magnifying glass out and the end of it says when you power this on you've accepted this (laughs) it's too real I mean, I could see that happening. It's too real. Listen, there's a whole reason the South Park episode was you didn't read Apple's user agreement. They can turn you into a human centipede. All right. You need to watch South Park. <laughs> uh, where was I? AMD. I broke this somehow. Okay. You broke it. Uh, AMD CEO Dr. Lisa Su took the stage to announce their new Ryzen 5000 CPU lineup. Uh, we won't go full nerd about these, but the gist is that AMD is claiming a 19% IPC increase. Instructions per clock. That's the the magic. Ooh. Um, <laughs> wait. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that in here you wrote wait for crowd noise yeah yeah sorry you'll get it next time yeah i got you uh 19 ipc increase from the previous generation that would put amd slightly above intel cpus even in gaming uh with the uptick in performance comes an uptick in price um <laughs> sorry no crowd noise on that one. the big disclaimer which you know if you're following tech you should know these are the 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 benchmarks were provided by AMD. So 
giant grains, grains of salt. Yes, grains of salt until or salt cubes, depending on how you yeah. know. Salt licks, whole salt licks, <laughs> salt horse salt blocks. Those yeah. giant horse salt blocks. <laughs> Take it with those. Um, how do you like your tea? One lump or two? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, wait for third party benchmarks on this. But here we go. They lo- they announced four CPUs. Uh, starting with the Ryzen 5 5600X, which is 6-core, 12-thread. Um, yeah, now and do you remember what those numbers are after that? I do, but I, people don't care about that, so it doesn't matter. The The moral of the story here... Give me which one's the gigahertz. Uh, both of them are. So the, the Lows and highs? 3.7, 4.6. 3.7 is like... Normal, 4.6 yeah, max? 4.6 is the boost. Okay. Um, For $300. $300 hairs, yep. So... There's a couple of differences. So the the big difference is that the uh, L3 cache is unified on Ryzen 2. It was broken up into two chunks. Okay. Uh, and they clock higher is one of the other big things. Oh. So kind of, I don't know. They're saying this is a whole new architecture, which I guess it kind of is because it is like fundamentally different, different yeah. like layout. Yeah. Um, Anyways, moving on, Ryzen 7, 5800X, 8-core, 16-threads. That's going to be 450. Uh, then you have your Ryzen 9, 5900X, 12-core, 24-thread, which will be 550. Um, and then you have your Ryzen 9, 5950X, which is 16 cores, 32-threads at good old $800. Yep. Big money. Big money, big money. Uh, big money and then uh, AMD's one more thing moment was a tease of their upcoming big Navi GPUs that they are calling their RX 6000 series they displayed benchmarks for three games uh, which if accurate would mean that whatever RX 6000 GPU they were showing us benchmarks for is competitive with the RTX 3080 makes sense where they need to be if they're not going to be above it they need to compete it yes which both I mean Downplaying it, both of these are kind of big deals because they. Yeah. It's been a long time since they've ever been faster in Intel, and it's been a long time since they've been able to compete with Nvidia. So we'll see how true they are. Yep. But they did make that claim. They did make the big. The big thing was that they said they have the fastest gaming CPU now. Oh, there it is. Yeah. So the gauntlet has been thrown. We'll see. And as we know. My favorite highlight from that paragraph was Big Navi. Big Navi. <laughs> because that implies Navi. Little Navi. Little Navi. Uh I just wanna see the I wanna see the computer that's called Big Navi and Little Navi and it just see two graphics cards and it's like you know the we know the thirty ninety size. Yeah. Big Navi. Yeah. But then like there's that's the AMD big, big boy. <laughs> there's the AMD like Fire Pro cards. Little Navi. <laughs> Don't don't talk to me or my son ever again. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like have you seen the Among Us, uh, where you can have a little Among You following you around. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Yeah, <laughs> big Navi and little Navi. Also, I'm pretty sure those are new characters in Avatar Two. <laughs> so, number fourteen, the Steam Game Festival Autumn Edition is happening now through October thirteenth. PC gamers will have the opportunity to access a slew of indie games coming out within the next six months free of charge. Check it out. Have you check, 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 check it out? Have you dabbled in there? Not yet. Okay. I haven't I haven't done my uh 
let's take a look and see what I want to spend about 10 minutes playing yet. I might, though, because I'm kind of running a little low on something to sink my teeth into. To, I had, I had, wow. You need a little way. bit of a, a palate cleanser. Yeah, you blew your load too quick on wow. And now I don't have it. Because, you know, they, they, though, they, they were going to give it to you. And they took it away. Though I do get pre-patch. So mm-hmm. I will at least get a little bit of there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, listen, you can only you can only tease for so long before you just go, I want the real thing. I want the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Life, man. Uh, I know we don't normally talk about the watch list of Doom that might elicit conversation, but uh, I do want to mention the first thing, the PS5 teardown video. Cool. Pretty cool video. It was. Uh, a lot of thought know, went watch, to the design. Not watching it with subtitles was probably a mistake from my part because I really didn't understand a thing you said except for uh, uh, USB port. Porto. and uh, <laughs> USB porto. And the... Uh, specifically the things that you mentioned there, the dust catches of like the, what are they, the vacuum, vacuumable yep. spots. They got these cool little uh, intake holes that are designed to catch dust and you are meant to pop the side panel off, stick the vacuum onto it and suck the dust out. And there you go, which is fucking fantastic. It's because infinitely easier than Prevor. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, PS4. Sounds like a goddamn jet engine when it gets dirty. Yeah. Some of us have that problem more than others. I have a very dusty house. Well, you also use yours much more than I do. Which I think 100% contributes to it. True. Um, Mine's not on constantly, like, collecting stuff. Yeah. But either way, the the side panels being popped off look pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of potentially doing custom side panels. Yep. A la old school 360 faceplate customs. So that I'm down for that. Uh, the stand is ingenious. Not really. I don't want to say ingenious, but it's nice design. Yeah, it's nice design. Uh, ever the Japan model, they when you take it off, they actually give you the cap to cover the hole. So now it all just looks the same again. Classic, classic Japan. Using uh, liquid metal for their uh, yeah. thermal compound. Which was interesting to see. Yeah. Really interesting. A yeah. little little uh, enthusiast grade going yeah, on. Yeah, there. There, there was a part where somebody was like, all right, well, we got to cool this thing. And, you know, people started just kind of whispering. And somebody's like, liquid metal. And they're like, holy shit. Oh, my God. Yes. Can I wonder if it... Um, more RGB in this thing. <laughs> I'm assuming it has a longer... Maybe. I've never actually looked at cooling with liquid metal before. I've seen some like you. I haven't actually watched them, but I've seen some some popular tech channels put up comparison, like uh, some testing with liquid metal. Um, who knows though? Who knows? Uh, can you click that link for me, by the way, just so it's open? Yeah, the humble one. Humble, humble. humble. The other nice thing about the the PS4 or PS5 breakdown, the. Uh, Storage expansion slot is really accessible. And it's an M2 slot, right? Yeah, M2. And it's literally like white panel off, and then there's a little door that you, you pop, pop off. off. I don't even think it has a screw. It's like you, it snaps in and off. Yeah, it looked like he almost just plucked it out of there. And I was like, that almost seems too easy. Yeah. So. And sometimes I do. In some PCs, I like the idea of heat sinking an M2 because they do make M2 heat sinks, but. 
Yeah. I noticed that's a thing now. Um, a lot of the newer, at least on the AMD side, a lot of the newer AMD motherboards come with them included. With M2 heat sinks included? Yeah. M2 yeah. heat sinks and some of them have active, the active fans on them as well. Oh, okay. So you can like, uh, fucking... <laughs> Speed! <laughs> I just picture you, you you're basically doing a jeremy clarkson building a computer <laughs> power power <laughs> anyway yeah so that's that's it for for news and fun things well that's it for news on to some other fun things like some deals like if matt has this loaded i'll tell him to go first before i start talking does he have yeah what am i talking about humble choice here yeah the humble choice for this month we got some tropico 6 el prez edition auto knots age of enlightenment the sunless bundle don't know what that one is uh shadows awakening fey tactics fantasy blacksmith the suicide of rachel foster goat of duty i like that one uh the uncertain Episode one, the last, I can't read that. Uh, basement. <laughs> I started to, I was like, I can't make out that word. Uh, light matter and iron danger. That's what they, that's all 12 games, actually. Now I'm confused. Describe all 12 games. I'm on the right month here, right? Yeah, yeah, you're on the right month. Yeah, there you go. All 12 games, if you subscribe. Subscribe to Humble Choice. Huzzah. Huzzah. What we got for bundles going? Anything good? I did not look at bundles. So you uh, you take a look at those, and I'll read off some other things. PlayStation Plus. If you have PlayStation Plus, you're going to get these two games for free on your PS4. Need for Speed Payback and Vampire. If you have Xbox Gold, you are going to get these four games at these weird times for yourself. Slayaway Camp Butcher's Cut available October 1st to the 31st for Xbox One. Made of Skur, available October 16th to November 15th on Xbox One. Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy, available Xbox or sorry, available October 1st to the 15th for Xbox One and Xbox 360. Costume Quest, available October 16th to the 31st for Xbox One and Xbox 360. Uh, Twitch Prime, which is actually now just Prime Gaming. If you have a Prime account with Amazon, that means you have Prime Gaming. And that includes these games for this month. Layers of Fear, Silver Chains, Dead Age, Surf World Series, Dark Side Detective, and Jay and Silent Bob Mall Brawl. The uh, Humble Book Bundle. Ooh, we have a book bundle from Humble. Is World of Warcraft's Legends Library by Blizzard Publishing. Slightly intrigued. Uh, wow. Okay, that's a Fla- lot. Just of... Flash me a picture of it real quick. Let me just. This is uh, pay one dollar to unlock. All right. Yeah, I'm interested. I'm listening. Yeah, you are. Uh, hey, hey. <laughs> no need. I'm not All gonna. Right. Should I read through? You want me to read through these? I can read through these. I mean, do you want me to do it just to highlight, or? Yeah, you can do that. I mean, I can. I mean, either one doesn't matter to me. Oh yeah, you're, you're probably gonna you're gonna buy this. Don't fucking lie to yourself. Okay, here you go. Oh, I can fucking you, know, you don't you don't need to you don't need to know me like that. All right. 
So pay $1 to unlock World of Warcraft, War of the Ancients, Book 1, The Well of Eternity. Hey, Matt, fun fact. This Got really, it. This really fat book right here is all three of those books. Why are you fucking shaming that book? All right. It it was born that way. Uh, listen, I read it. I treated it well. Okay. Uh, also, the Sunwell Trilogy, Dragon Hunt Book 1, World of Warcraft Volume 1. Don't know what that one is. Uh, Warcraft Legends Volume 1. Don't know that one. Legends Volume 2. Oh, Matt, this is what I really need. The World of Warcraft pop-up book. There you go. World of Warcraft pop-up book. That's a thing. Yeah, in a digital book bundle? I'm really curious how that works for a dollar. Oh, you okay, so it's just you do get the thing, but you can get the physical book for an actual different price. Okay. Uh, what else we got here? Pay $10 or more to also unlock uh, The War of the Ancients, The Demon Soul, which is book two of that trilogy behind me. The Sunwell Trilogy, book two. World of Warcraft, volume two. World of Warcraft, Curse of the Worgen. Warcraft Legends, volume three. Uh, Day of the Dragon. Ooh, you can get Cinematic Art of Warcraft, volume one. Mm. So you get some pictures. Yeah, picture, a little picture, picture. Then you can get book three of the thing I've talked about. You can get Arthas, Rise of the Lich King. Which is that book. Right there. Well, apparently he's not buying it because he's already got all the fucking books. Because he's a big fat nerd. Right? Big fat wow nerd. I don't need to be so publicly called out. <laughs> Uh, the Sunwell Trilogy for the book three. World of Warcraft Volume 3. World of Warcraft Volume 4. World of Warcraft Mage. Warcraft Legends 5 and 4. World of Warcraft Death Knight. World of Warcraft Ashbringer. Some of this other stuff, I have no idea what it even is. But I am intrigued, Matthew, because for $18, I can have uh, 9, 10, 16, uh, 21, 22, 22 books and some art for $18 hairs. There you go. Lots of content. That's what we like here. Content. Content. Saw some rumors going around that the the Warcraft movie might be getting a sequel or possibly a reboot. Yeah, did you see the whole Henry Cavill and Arthas thing? I did. Because I, that subreddit blew up with now just fake Photoshop. Can you blame them? No, no. With fake Photoshopping him on anything. I'll show you some of the great ones <laughs> oh, after. Nice. I did see him like render it as Him as, as the Lich King is great. Yeah. And I would be all for it. Because who better than the WoW nerd himself who almost lost his Superman role because he was raiding? Yeah, Henry Cavill. Yeah, he'd do it. He'd be like, "Fuck yes, I'll I'll play every role." Yeah, I'll I'll play Uther and Arthas. Just I'll do both. I'll do both sides of the scene. We don't need anybody else here. I'll take care of it. So yeah, Ar- that Arthas book is worth a read. It's my favorite book in that entire. In that entire everything I just read off to you, that Arthas book is my favorite one, and I'm pretty sure it's the same as this. That one, the spine of the one that I'm looking at doesn't show the the subtitle on it, but I'm pretty sure it's the same. Rise of the Lich King. There's yeah, a there's a oh, this is relevant. Yeah, it's uh, the same one. Nope. There's a humble comics bundle as well of Warcraft, and it's the boys 
versus oh. Project Superpowers. Oh, the so boys. Get, good old Prime show. Uh, for $1, you get The Boys Volume 1, The Boys Volume 2, Project Superpowers, Project Superpowers, x I don't know what Project Superpowers is, Black Terror, uh... Pay $8 or more, you get Volume 3, Volume 4, Volume 5, Volume 6, Volume 7. Basically, yeah, it looks like basically, uh, you know, you pay you pay $15 or more and you, you get you get all the boys. I don't know if that's a good deal. You also get all of Project Superpower, also Black Terror, whatever Black Terror is, The Devil, Masquerade. It seems pretty good. I think the only part for me right now is that I'm kind of holding off on reading the boys. Until, yeah. Because I'm still, like, not even until I finish this season, but, like, I feel like I've got to watch. I've got to finish this season, and then if I read them, read up to where this season is. Type of thing. Like, I know it doesn't follow it exactly in a chronological order, but I don't want to start, like, ruining stuff for myself by reading it. Yeah. Because, you... because I haven't read it first. If I had already read it and then I was watching it, it wouldn't be so bad. But now that I'm watching it, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to read it and ruin things for myself yeah yeah that makes sense but yeah that's that's all you got unless you got another one i mean it looks like there's a whole slew of of humble bundles going on we got we got some dungeon and dragons ones that's as per usual don't really care about that whole slew of other stuff got some franchise sales franchise humble humble choice uh or build your own bundle that's what it was called Ooh, a build your own bundle for um Fuck. I was just looking at it. 2K. Sega. Um, no, I had Square. Dragon Ball Z. Um, Namco. Bandai Namco. Bandai Namco. <laughs> I'm just going to keep guessing publishers until you tell me. So Yeah. All right, yeah. So that means it's been seven days. I have been... <laughs> what have you been doing, Matt? Uh, you know, I just have been doing some stuff. How are you doing? What you been doing? Uh, I've been catching up on the boys. I have today's episode, which is episode eight, and I'm partway through seven, so about an episode and two thirds to go, probably. I feel you on that. All my shows drop on Friday. Mm. Really frustrating. Yeah, so I got that, and then uh, I've just kind of been bouncing around. Started playing some more of the show this week. Been playing some, uh, playing a little bit of the FIFAs. Tried Squadrons, talked about that earlier. Might play Among Us this weekend a little bit. Played some Tony Hawk. Played, uh, played Remnant a little while back. Didn't mention that Remnant from the Ashes. Mm. Uh, but that's that's kind of been Wasteland. It. Oh yeah, Wasteland. Yeah, we uh we also have been playing Wasteland and Football Manager, of course. Can't yeah. forget Football Manager. But Wasteland and Football Manager have both been. Getting the run. Football manager more so because we just hit the end of tran we just hit the uh on Monday was the deadline day in real life. So that brought a bunch of news around and then Kenny and I getting excited again for soccer and drove us right back into it. And we're almost we're almost at the end of our season in our save, so mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. It's been a fun time. Nice. He should win the league this year. So I should I should uh have played games by next week, so we'll see. Well we'll see. Believe it when I see it. Yeah. As the kids say. That's fair. 
<laughs> All right. That's it then. I'll see you guys. No, I won't. You'll hear me if you tune in again next week. You'll hear him too. Maybe. I don't know. You know what? 50-50. Maybe we won't. Maybe. You know what? We'll see it then. We'll just see it then. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.